Good day, everybody. This is About Jesus Podcast. I'm Steve Sweetman. I would just like to say that uh, you can now find About Jesus Podcast on iTunes. You can also find it on stevesweetman.com. But as of uh, right today, you should be able to find us on itunes.com. So, on the line I have with you is my good friend, Robert Bailey. Hi, Steve. Oh, Robert, you have a fan club here. I do. Yeah, did you hear the applause? No, I didn't. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Must be all on your end. (laughs) Yes, it is, I guess. But uh, there was some applause because I pressed the applause button. (laughs) Well, that's one way to get it. (laughs) It's the only way. That's the only way we'll get it. (laughs) Yes, so uh, everybody, Robert would like to talk about circles today. So I wonder what that means. Well, it doesn't mean going around in circles, although sometimes we feel like we're doing that. But it has to do with an idea I had, I think, way back in the 70s, as I was thinking about Christianity and doctrine and sort of the priority of uh, various doctrines in Christianity. And um, my... observing that it seemed like a a lot of people placed a lot of emphasis on certain doctrines that to me seemed trivial, and then other people maybe placed very little emphasis on a doctrine that uh, my understanding, uh, I felt it should be very important. Mm -hmm. And so I came up with this idea of concentric circles that basically, uh, if you think of uh, like a bullseye of three circles, one within the other, and uh, think of Christian doctrine in this way, and see if this appeals to you. In the center are doctrines that are just absolutely essential. If you don't believe these doctrines, then basically you're not even a Christian. And then outside of that, there's another circle, things that are significant, but maybe not crucial. And then outside of that, another circle of things that are basically minor. And so um, continuing the analogy, um, basically my observation was there were certain doctrines that should be in the middle that some people put somewhere else on an outer ring saying this doctrine is not significant. And then there were other things that, in my opinion, should have been on the outer ring that really this is not very significant and yet someone moved it into the middle saying this is crucially important. So my thinking is that this is where cults come from, Um, that you take something that really, uh, if you read the New Testament, uh, isn't a significant thing and you make it suddenly a very important thing. Mm And also, if you think about uh, the various church councils over the first, say, 400, 500 years of Christianity, a lot of what they talked about were these very issues. What is important about Christianity? What are the essential doctrines? So, for example, they spent a lot of time talking about Jesus. Was he fully man? Was he fully God? And how are we saved? That sort of thing. What do you think, Steve? Uh, I agree 100%, Robert. Uh, What would be an example 
of something in the outer circle that uh, people have placed in the inner circle? Well, one that comes right to mind uh, would involve an entire denomination, and that would be the Seventh-day Adventist group, where they insist that if you're going to be a Christian, you have to gather on the seventh day or the Sabbath day being Saturday. And uh, they make that a crucial, very important doctrine, which, as I read the New Testament, I just don't see uh, a great emphasis on that. So there's an example. Right, so that concerns our uh, Book of Galatian discussion, because that would be classified as a work, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Yeah, and well, and Paul, I'm not, I can't remember if it's in Galatians or not, but he talks about people that keep uh, moons and festivals and right. various holy days and so on, and and he says that's all useless. It doesn't nothing to save us. Right. I have also heard some Pentecostals. Uh, I don't think it's any Pentecostal traditional teaching, but. Uh, certain Pentecostals saying you must speak in tongues to be a real Christian. And you and I are not opposed to speaking in tongues. As a matter of fact, we both do. Uh, But we would not put that in the inner circle, would we? No, that's right. Now, can you think of an example of something that should be in the inner circle that maybe some group has uh, taken out and and said isn't really important? Well, I was just going to ask you that question. (laughs) Uh, Well, there's uh, what could be in the inner circle that's been taken out. Uh, What about the deity of Christ? Well, I think that's uh, absolutely essential one. And that's where, for example, the Jehovah's Witnesses Mm. fall down in that my reading of the New Testament, that's just central, a core doctrine as to who Jesus is and how we're saved, and yet they say he's a created being and he's not God. Right. So they've taken something out of the core, placed it somewhere else, and by my definition, that makes them a cult. Right. So uh, in terms of salvation, how could somebody give their lives to... Uh, a Jesus who is not divine, because that's a different Jesus of the well, scriptures. That's right, and uh, I've seen shows on TV and read articles in the newspaper by uh, liberal uh, Christians in quotation marks who, for example, they don't believe in the resurrection, mm-hmm. or in fact, uh, some people don't even believe that Jesus even existed. And yet they're still, they say they're Christians. And, uh, but I think of Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 where he says, for example, if Jesus did not rise from the dead, we are of all men most miserable. Right. And we're still in our sins. So I can't understand how you can think you're a Christian and yet uh, deny some of these very basic core essential doctrines. Right. And the resurrection is one of those core doctrines. Exactly, yeah. Uh, you have the birth of Jesus, you have his uh, death, you have his resurrection, and you have his ascension. Uh, if you don't believe in the resurrection, you are obviously, well, I suppose some might believe in some type of ascension, but uh, you can't really separate them. Well, see, I, I think this is where 
in the modern liberal church, they would say, well, we're looking for the historical Jesus, and by that they're meaning a good teacher. Right. That he said some nice things, like treat other people nicely the way you would want to be treated, and that's about as far as they go. And so Jesus is no different than, say, Confucius or Buddha or some other uh, good teacher sort of thing. And that is another gospel. Exactly. Paul would call that anathema. Yeah. And what does that mean, Steve? It means uh, cursed. Cursed. Right? That's right. Oh. It's pretty strong language. Right. I'm glad I had that answer right. Speak <laughs> <laughs> oh. again, Steve. <laughs> so that might be something, uh, if people hear this podcast, uh, they can send emails to you, can't they, with yes, comments they and questions? You that can. would be interesting to hear from people about that. Yes, you can send an email to Steve at stevesweetman.com, and uh, I will reply to you. It would be interesting to hear. Yes. We've talked about these concentric circles in relation to salvation and in relation to how we should think about biblical doctrines in those three like separate areas, the, the essential, the secondary, and the minor. Uh, taking that one step further from my own personal experience, some churches, uh, in order for you to function in that particular church, uh, wants you to agree with them in basically all three of those circles. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think that is a good idea? Well, it can be a dangerous idea. I can see uh, requiring people to believe in the essentials of the gospel. Right. Because otherwise you're not even a believer. Right. But it gets dangerous when we start uh, requiring people to agree wholeheartedly with my way of thinking or anyone's way of thinking on those other areas. Um, Because people have differences of opinion. And so... um, the day you meet, for example, if you meet on a certain day or the time or the style of music or how you dress, all these sorts of things really don't matter, and yet uh, certain groups emphasize them more than others. So right. that can be dangerous, I think. I think so. Uh, my thinking is, is this, that uh, concerning church, we believe and accept the essential teachings of Scripture for salvation, for the purposes of salvation. Secondary issues, and especially minor issues, should be somewhat debatable. And I think there are are some church leaders who are afraid to, to open such issues to debate. And I have found myself in the past in a church where in order to function in order to do pretty well anything, uh, you pretty well needed to line up in all three areas, essential, secondary, and minor. And this would include eschatology. So if your eschatology, your thinking on end times was different, then you could not really be a functioning part of that church. And that's where I have some difficulties. 
Yeah, I can understand that. And just define for those who might not understand that word, uh, what does eschatology mean again? It means uh, the study of end times. So if uh, you believe, if the church believes in a, uh, well, my experience was that this particular church didn't believe in, uh, I say, a thousand-year millennial reign of Jesus, did not believe in a, a literal seven years tribulation, uh, but I tend to believe in that. I'm not saying it's the ultimate truth because I think I could be wrong on that point, but I tend to lean that direction. Uh, because I tended to lean that direction, uh, I basically I was de-leaderized. <laughs> And yeah, so and in my thinking that we should be able to kindly and nicely mutually disagree and debate and talk about these issues, you know, and and even have our church uh, people hear both sides of the story concerning the end times, for example, mm-hmm. not just one side of the story. Unfortunately, in church history, uh, there's been uh, violence and even people killed over some of these issues uh, that would appear to be minor in our eyes. Oh, I guess. Pretty sad uh, testimony. I guess that's. It's amazing how many Christians were killed because of so called wrong doctrine. Yeah, so we have to be very careful that uh, we, number one, get our doctrine from the Bible, and number two, that uh, we're open in in our interpretation and uh, really seeking to understand what it's saying clearly, where the emphasis is. And and it's very important for us to understand uh, and have our lives founded on those essential teachings of the Bible. I agree. And I, I think, I think, uh, the church in our day and age could do a, a better, better job on that. I think we spend a lot of time going to seminars like financial seminars, improving your marriage seminars, and who knows what other seminars are out there. But uh, in all these other kind of seminars, which there's nothing wrong with them in themselves, but we've tended to neglect um, the essentials of salvation. Mm-hmm. So if you just uh, plucked uh, the average Christian out of the pew uh, at some church service and took them aside and asked them what are the essentials mm-hmm. of the gospel, it'd be interesting to, to see what percentage would even have a clue to... Uh, uh, give you some thoughts on what the essentials are. That would be a very good experiment. So, can you do that <laughs> this Sunday morning? <laughs> Interrupt your pastor's preaching and say, uh, uh, we would just like to do a little survey here. <laughs> <laughs> I might be de-leaderized as well. <laughs> <laughs> you might be more than de-leaderized. You might yes. be uh, de- uh, church-sized. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Anyways, 
Uh, we're coming to the end of this podcast, and I, I really think this is a very important issue. So if anybody has any comments, uh, feel free to pass them along. I look forward to reading some of them. Right. And I think next week we will uh, speak on the topic of faith. Uh, both these topics, the concentric circle and faith, they they are relevant to the book of Galatians, which you are uh, beginning to teach and uh, which we've been doing a bit of a series on. So stay tuned uh, next week for what real faith, what real genuine faith is all about. And thank you very much, Robert. Talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Goodbye, everybody, and we'll see you next week.